Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. We're back in studio with a little special music to keep us going with guys of a certain age. And that can only mean one thing. We've moved to an R&B format. <laughs> That's right. That's Peaches uh, and Hurt with Reunited. That's right. Very white. 78. Guys of a certain age, Robbie Koblenz reunited in studio with... Art Shirley. And Jay Reed. So, Art, you worked radio. Did you ever have to suffer through a format change as, yes. as, as a, a DJ? Yes, as a matter of fact, I did. I did uh, well, suffer through, I didn't have to do. We actually, I actually have two stories on this that I'll tell real quickly. Uh... When I worked for as a DJ for WRLB in West Point, uh, when I was in high school, we were top 40 for most of the day. And then at seven o'clock, we did change to an R&B format. So <laughs> wow. my shift was three to seven. And so I'd come in and uh, the sometimes the, the seven o'clock DJ, CK, the DJ, Charles Kent, great guy, fantastic guy. Uh, would be late. He'd call me and say, hey, look, can you cover for me for an hour? And so it would change over <laughs> to to that shift. And I'd be like, okay, what do I play here now? And, you know, there was a, you had a, a stack of records that you could play from, and it actually was records. I was just going to ask if it was records. It was actually records, yeah. Uh, and uh, But the, the big thing to do was put uh, Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight on, which was an album side, 15 minutes, and then you could just let it go. <laughs> the other change, I was working for a WCBI radio in, in Columbus, uh, for a summer and uh just as i was finishing up my shift they were changing over to country music and uh one of those things again where i go i don't know that i'm really familiar enough with this to do that but uh the production manager that was coming in said oh man i can i can t- train you how to do it but uh i ended up that was that was right before i moved to memphis uh for real job i guess at that point as a as an artist and working for a print shop there so i ended up uh, leaving wcbi but that was a fun thing thing Fun thing too. <laughs> Fortunately, I can you know I know, can no longer speak, so I guess it's good that I'm out of radio. So I was working at WKOR, uh, WKOR ninety two point one FM, and uh, December third, nineteen ninety one, we went from um, we went from top forty to country, and at noon on December third, they went to just weird stuff on air called everybody in for a staff meeting, and you knew at that point something was happening. They fired all of us. Wow everybody then wow. they rehired some of us back yeah okay and that's I, what they do in radio i mean there's they, no job security no radio. no not at all yeah. and i ended up doing um i ended up doing midnight to six wow Ooh, playing Gosh. country music uh-huh. the most depressing music <laughs> known <laughs> you know i was uh i was actually slot. yeah yeah <laughs> and it was it was my first christmas away from home i think i've talked about this before uh-huh. it was just really yeah man you know what happens uh you know what happens when you play a country a music record backwards, right? I do, but I'll let you go. Yeah, your truck works, your dog comes alive, and your wife comes back. So, anyway. Oh, man. Well, it's great to have everybody we'll back have at to studio. Do, we'll have to do a, uh, and, and Jay, I'm sorry, we'll be leaving. <laughs> we'll have to do a radio. He just likes it when all the dead people come back. Oh, you know, right. that was sort of a dream of mine to be a DJ. I just never made it happen. It so. was a great job. Oh. I mean, you know, it was, it was, a, it was a perfect high school job and college job too, to make some, some yeah. extra money and stuff. And I was lucky. I, uh, Jack King was, uh, was the head of the WRLB, WKBB at the time. Just the, one of the nicest guys I've ever met and certainly one of the best bosses I've ever had. But 
hard, kind of hard to make a career in it, you know, for everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Be, especially now. Well, yeah, really. It was a great way to get free pizza because at KOR, if you did a shout out to Domino's or Papa John's, they would deliver. Basically, you say, hey, bring me a pizza. I'll I'll do a shout out. And, uh, you know, oh, you usually I wish get, I had thought of that. Can we do that here? No. No, we can't. Plus, can we get baked goods if we give a shout out? No. Plus, <laughs> our cholesterol wouldn't, wouldn't <laughs> turn by by it. Uh, so. What do we care now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, glad to have everybody back. Let's jump through with some Geeks of the Week. Jay, you want to go first? Well, are we doing the... Multi, the uh, yes. The... We all walked in today. I'll tell the listeners. We all walked in and I said, all right, what you got for Geeks of the Week? All three of us had the same one. So great minds think alike. Is that how that works? The yeah. Schneider cut. So, so the opposite Schneider. must also be true. <laughs> <laughs> great minds think about bad movies. Yeah. Or bad movies. Bad minds think about great. No. Simple minds. Simple minds. Don't forget about it. There me. you go. Yeah. I was waiting. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think this I'm is going to be fun. <laughs> I think the new okay. So the big news was is did it, we that, even talk about it? Do we even we haven't? Yeah, we've already moved on. We haven't even said it. But so DC's Justice League changed directors midstream yeah. back in the day, yeah. and well, now Zack Snyder it. had, uh, had personal tragic. tragic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We'll uh-huh. still changed. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. But you're right. And Josh Whedon came in, right? Who like reshot. 60% of the film. Right. I, I read an article that said, well, anyway, why don't you do that? No, that's the same thing. I mean, yeah. I, it maybe, like, well, opposite so, of 60 is 40%, right? Yeah. So 40% of Snyder's cuts were left in the movie or something like no, that? vice versa. So, so Snyder left, and his wife was the producer on it. They had a family tragedy. He bowed out, like, in April. And they brought Whedon in, Josh Whedon, who'd done a great job with the Avengers, to kind of patch it together, to... to yeah, you know, basically he's got the ball at the three yard line to try to punch it in. He ends up rewriting and reshooting about sixty yeah. percent. And so there's after it debuted, there was the the rumor of the Schneider cut. So apparently there was a four hour version of the movie right. that had been shown to DC executives, yeah. Warner Brother executives early on. Um that had some holes in it, had some special effects holes. I mean, like they always do and and so, I mean, now uh, HBO Max, which is the new streaming service, the premium streaming service for right. Warner Brothers, is going to have a Schneider cut when? Uh, sometime in mid-21. Yeah, that's what, what I, I thought, read. too. I knew it was two, uh, 2021. I didn't know what, what part of the right. year. Right. I'm not so sure what they said. Yeah, it's bound to be because they've got a lot of production stuff to do. Oh, yeah. And, there's, that's, and they're not sure yet whether it will be a four-hour movie or for me like a six-part series I saw that's that. what, yeah, yeah. I, which i like the six-part series i like that idea. and that i'm too. not uh, you know i mean i will i don't know that i'll sign up for hbo max to get it but they really oh you know you will yeah I guess I will. <laughs> yeah you know you will <laughs> at least every <laughs> trial don't, don't lie to yourself don't they give a discount for dc universe folks all three of you? Yeah. Or four? I mean, what could it hurt? <laughs> yeah, yeah be, go ahead. I'll wait and get the disc one at a time for all six oh, yeah. parts I, yeah, of the I, series. I don't think it's going to be released on VHS, Jack. So, <laughs> yeah. But um, I saw where they were, they were trying to reunite the post-production team and the visual effects team. Yeah. And some uh, of the actors, too, trying yeah. to get some, maybe reshoot some stuff. Yeah, Are they reshooting scenes? They may reshoot they may. a couple okay. things and, and redo a few things. And, and, and I think... Uh, Superman, Henry Cavill, or how yeah. do pronounce his last name? The mustache. He is growing his mustache back yeah. for it just to make sure yeah, that the CGI right. matches. Right. <laughs> so uh, I saw an estimate of anywhere from 12 to $20 million. To I saw, it. I saw 30. 20 to 30 is what yeah. I saw. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll so, see what happens. Yeah. So. And it, there was something else that y'all would know more about. Basically, he said that he took, Snyder took home his cut 
like on a hard drive. It's just been sitting there, you know, waiting till for hope he to spun it up to make sure it's still working. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but that, that's it's on sixteen floppy disks. <laughs> No, it's zip drives. <laughs> zip drives. <laughs> zip drives. A Psyquest drive. Psyquest or, or jazz. Did you ever have a jazz yeah, drive? Yeah, jazz was, yeah, kind of the, yeah. Yeah, you had it the click the, of death. It was, it was the follow-up to the zip, right? It the was higher, a one gig zip. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The the zip was 100 megs, the super floppy, and then you had the, the, the jazz drive. I had the zip. Yeah, was it? Okay, good. I was starting to get the deer and headlights look. No, no, I had a zip like, drive. I right still there. got it somewhere. I'm yeah, sure. I do too. I've got one in a drawer. That I thought, yeah. why do I still have this? I let a I've buddy got a carton of zips too. I let a buddy of mine in Vegas borrow my USB zip drive and then shipped it to him and shipped it back. So I've got two or three of them scattered okay. around. So, but uh, well, I mean, so you don't know. Well, Art, you'll 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 subscribe to HBO Max to to probably, watch the yeah, Snyder probably. Cut. I mean, and there had. I've heard some things that they may roll the DC Universe subscriptions into D, uh, into HBO Max yeah. or whatever. We'll see. And I, I, I don't really. You've got HBO now, HBO Go, and yeah. HBO Stop, and what I'm, I've heard is HBO Max is probably what they'll all end up being. Yeah, uh, they're the price point is about the same as whatever now or Go is. Which yeah. one of them is a separate thing, and one of them is if you have a. Cable subscription. Yeah, I think Go is your cable subscription. Okay. And then... Uh, now. So they really think Now will probably become Max, although yeah. they're listed as two separate things right now. The price point's about the same. I see what same. you did there right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. To the Max. <laughs> so they... Uh, and, and, but I think you get a lot oh. more with HBO Max. Yeah. As if it were the Max. Yeah. Things that you could get. You get West Wing. You get... Um, is Friends going to be on Max or Peacock? Peacock, Peacock, Peacock is yeah. Yeah, because it's NBC. Well, no, it was it was NBC produced, but uh, remember, was, West Wing was on NBC, but was produced by uh, Warner Brothers. Okay, and so it's whatever studio owns the show is yeah. where it's going to go from a streaming standpoint. So, okay. and speaking of streaming, did you see where Apple uh, TV Plus they uh, they bought the new Tom Hanks movie for seventy million dollars for a fifteen year exclusive window to uh, to stream it? Yeah. You which, didn't which movie is that? Well, hold on. If we only had a device, you could bamp, you could talk. If we, we were just, we were just wondering how you, how it always seems we have one geek going in. <laughs> Let's keep this short on the geeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To, to get to it, our it's is a World War II film called Greyhound that he wrote and starred in, and uh, Apple TV. There was a bidding war for it, and I think it was seventy million. Mm-hmm. Um, was yes. that what he was filming in New Zealand when we got the corona? I have no idea. Because he was down there filming something okay. when he got but sick. This is the first non-commissioned Apple TV piece. Oh, okay. And so, um, who... It's who, called Greyhound? Called Greyhound. Uh, who, is this a Sony deal? Hold on, I'm looking, I'm looking. Uh... Yeah, it was a Sony Pictures deal. It was supposed to be released Father's Day weekend, but um, you know because of the virus has been pushed because there's no theaters, and so mm-hmm. I think it was a fifty million dollar budget, and so they're selling it to Apple TV Plus for seventy million. They get exclusive streaming rights for fifteen years. Okay, wow, so, fifteen years, fifteen years. Wow. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's a part of not having the the venues to release summer movies in. So I mean, it's Tom Hanks. Folks are going to yeah. want to watch it. So, sure. but anyway, yeah. There you go. And that's your geeks of the week. And I'm going to recut this because the first time I said something wrong. We're going to talk Empire Strikes Back when we come back. 
we are back, guys of a certain age, all three of us in studio for the first time in parsecs. Is a parsec a unit of time or a measurement of distance? It's a distance measurement, but it's used in Star Wars as a measurement of time. There you go. Well, speaking like a light year. Yeah. 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 Speaking of. Jay, have you been given permission to speak? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told Jay. You, you. I really like it when the dead people come back. <laughs> so, but we're, as we're recording this, yesterday was the 40th anniversary of The Empire Strikes Back. Of, yep. Of the yeah. release of that. Of the, the release, release of, of the it. movie, not yeah. the actual Empire Strikes Back. Well, the Empire Struck Back that day. Okay. So, and this is the Although that is becoming a long time ago. <laughs> in a galaxy far, far away. So, wow. So, impressions of Empire Strikes Back. So, Ooh, let's. Impressions of <laughs> Wow. Wow. Oh. Frank Oz Okay, is so I'm watching it. And, you know. Which time? Recently or originally? Just la- uh, night before last. Watch it night before last again. You know, I've seen it several times or whatever. I'm watching some things and there, you know, a couple of, as you said, impressions that, that come from this. Um, still really good. Still holds up really well. Mm-hmm. It has, you know, obviously the most quoted line that's all often misquoted from, from the Star Wars franchise at all. You know, Luke, I'm your father, which he actually says, no. What does he say? No, I am your father. Yes, thank you. I, I could tell you wanted to say it, so I was going to give you that. There's another quoted line, too. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Okay. Um, but, Lots uh, of quotes. I, Yoda, first time we see Yoda, which mm-hmm. is kind of hard to believe because you think he's been around from the very beginning, but he shows up. And to me, I'm sitting there watching, I said, this Muppet, you know, Frank Oz uh, from the Jim Henson world, uh, is the is the person behind Yoda as far as the character goes, and the voice too, right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and Grover too. Okay, which who does not appear? Yeah, <laughs> actually, but he's in one of the uh, one of the X wings. You don't know. <laughs> Purple <laughs> leader standing by. A <laughs> oh, Grover with blue leader, right? Oh yeah, blue leader. Yeah. yeah, I think they're cousins. I think Yoda and Grover. Grover should be in the Mandalorian. Oh, wouldn't that be something? That would be hilarious. I'm yeah, sorry. As we were watching, well, e. anyway, ET appears. What I was going to say, yeah, is so. that. He really seems like a living character to me. You know, oh, yeah. I remember kind of buying into it when I saw the movie the first time. But I'm watching it again. I'm going, even with all the CGI stuff they did later, he never is more convincing to me as a living character than he is in oh, yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Uh, more so than the other ones, probably. I guess, you know, uh, Return of the Jedi. But, uh, you know, they, they tried the CGI in, in the prequels. And it worked okay, but he just yeah. doesn't, doesn't feel, he never this feels alive so like better. he does. Yeah, it really, it really is. Except for when he kicks Count Dooku's butt. In Attack of the Clones, you could not have a puppet do that. So. Well, you shouldn't have had it done at all. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible scene. I thought well, we were watching oh, it this week. Around, yeah, on the Muppet <laughs> thing, and uh-huh. Melissa said something like, uh, "He looks like a Muppet." I'm like, yeah. yeah, he is a uh-huh. Muppet. Yeah, <laughs> he is voiced right. by and the ear shake is neat. The other thing I'm wondering during the Hoth attack, all right, and they're fighting the Atats, right? Yeah, okay, ATATs, so, ATATs, Atats. Sorry, <laughs> ATATs. <laughs> And uh, anyway, they're in the Snowspeeder, which is one of my favorite vehicles of all time, of all the Star Wars. I stuff. have one. You mean to go Yeah, I've seen it. I yeah. like it. And yours is, I had one too, and uh, really liked those a lot. That was just, to me, that was just cool. It's something I would want to have and fly around. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That was really great. And I loved the, one thing I always liked, I remember seeing it first time, is the scene of that thing flying in a daylight scene over the mountains, because you always saw the things in space, yeah. but extended periods of it flying in in a daylight scene was just really cool to me. And with the aerofoil, aerofoils yeah, 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 open. Way, yeah. But I don't know why they're flying right into the path of the ATATs. <laughs> 
guns. I'm sitting there. They could go high. They could go, you know, somebody could go high. Somebody could go low. But they just go straight right down the nose of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> two by two in there. And then, you know, when they finally uh, trip the one with the with the wire and, and, and he falls and then they shoot it, the, the top of it. Uh, it explodes on impact. It explodes right. away. I'm going, you know, it'll take a way high and just dive bomb these things and blow them up. So if you ever played the video game Shadows of the Empire, which I, did not. Which I wore my Nintendo 64 out on, Shadows of the Empire was um, um, a multimedia event that Lucasfilm came out with like in 93, 94. That was Empire Strikes Back from a different point of view of a character named Dash Rendar. And so Dash ends up on Hoth, and so you fight Adats uh-huh. and excuse me, ATATs, yeah. and uh, the way you beat them is you come at them from the side. Yeah, you know, and it takes forever to, get to beat them that way. Yeah. You know, because you. But anyway, yeah. so but anyway, but you know the uh, the Adat scene proves that George Lucas was a Mississippi State fan. You know why? Because <laughs> oh, he was running up the middle. No, 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 no. Who was? But the who, good guys were the rebels. Let's remember that. Who was Luke's co-pilot? Dak. Oh, Dak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah, that. I noticed that. Yeah. I thought that would be fun to to superimpose Dak Prescott's head into those scenes. Yeah, yeah. That would be, and have, and have uh, Ezekiel Elliott in the front, yeah. you know, yeah. running through. So. And, and probably what's amazing is that he did, did that movie before Dak was even born. Oh, yeah. 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 So that was Way. incredibly prescient yeah. on his part. There you go. Uh, there you go. The other thing that uh, is that the, the rumor that um, uh, they did the whole Wampa scene or whatever. Yeah, the Swampers, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but to help cover up uh, scars that, uh, that Mark Luke, Hamill had, yeah, that Luke suffered. That, you know, yeah, yeah that, Mark that, Hamill. Mark suffered. Hamill suffered in a in a car wreck he had uh, between movies, or actually right at the end of production of New Hope. That's right. And um, and they say no, that's not true. That didn't happen or whatever. But Mark Hamill says, well, they did kind of build the Luke scars on top of the scars I had. So <laughs> I always felt like that was kind of yeah. to kind of help. Because his face was was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, uh, you know, and that was another Muppet, the uh, the Wampa, yeah, Wampa hat, whatever. You met Luke with the yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so that's incredible. So here here's a list of things that Empire brought to us in the Star Wars universe that was just fascinating. Um, the the whole reveal. I'm your father, uh, Yoda. Force ghost. We'd never seen a Force ghost before. Okay. Before Obi Wan Kenobi appears, uh-huh. uh, which was kind of. That was the first. It didn't happen in the. No, you didn't see no, a force you just, ghost. You heard his voice, but yeah. you never saw him. Okay. Yeah. okay. Use the force, Luke. Um, the emperor. You know, he. the emperor had been alluded yeah. to, but you never saw the emperor. And I'm going, wow, he looks just like the regular guy. Yeah. And, thinking, <laughs> and he did play, but they've gone in and enhanced that scene, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So they had somebody else who played Palpatine yeah. in Empire, then uh, Ian McDermott. Isn't that his name? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, comes in. Seems like he was like a chimp-looking kind of guy the first go. Yeah, it was pretty pretty brutal. And so. I will say this too, you know, I have a real problem with all the uh, changes that George Lucas made to Star Wars to A New Hope. Really have a problem with all that. But with Empire, I'm okay with all of them. I think I love the way the Cloud City yeah. looks now that he's he's changed those things, and, and so I'm okay with those. Yeah, I, I really like the special edition of Empire. Um, you know, we we go around humming the Empire the the Empire theme. Um, you know, even my daughter said this music is epic. Well, it is. I mean, so the Imperial March came in Empire Strikes Back. The uh, the see that's it's not hard to believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Han Leia love theme comes in Empire. Yeah, and then you know Yoda's <laughs> theme obviously comes in Empire. Oh. So I mean, those are three pretty iconic uh, pieces of, um, of 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 music that we associate with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. 
across, but you know, you didn't get the Imperial March. That is really, that's really hard to yeah, imagine. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we played that in band yeah. as we did our little six to five March across the field. Um, sure. Jay, what did you, what are your, well, the other quote that, that comes up a lot is the Yoda quote where I, I think it's also bought sometimes. It basically says, no, try not do or do not. There, there is, is no, no try. try. Uh-huh. And I hear that so much. And uh, that came out of that movie too. Yeah. Well, and to me, you know, the, I love you. I know is just a classic, uh, which which was ad libbed right. by Harrison Ford, yeah, and really hacked Carrie Fisher off. Did it? Yeah, <laughs> she did not like that at all. She felt like well, that just kind of dismisses the whole thing. But it, it works so beautifully. Oh, I think it, she, I think she went on to acknowledge it, it yeah, was great. It, and of course, brilliant. later on, she turns the tables on him. But yeah, um, that and was, he, that was he great says line. something else too. I know that we've talked before about the Han Solo or the Harrison Ford point, but he says here. Never tell me the odds. Yeah. And that jumped out at me. Does he say that in other movies too? I don't think I don't I've ever think heard so. of that. Just yeah. one time? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's barking at 3PO. Yeah. Okay. You know, so going to the asteroid, asteroid field. field. Yeah. Um, the other thing is too, is there is a, you know, there was the, the little kiss for luck in, in, uh, in Star Wars. And uh, there's a very long, passionate kiss between brother and sister. Yes. At the beginning of the that's movie. That's kind now. of a, once you know that. Well, that's what, <laughs> like, to me, that points to the fact that George Lucas did not at that point no. have them you know, brother and sister. Well, and that, and that was that whole, hopefully not. Yeah, well, <laughs> he, he spent some time in Arkansas. Right. Um, so you, there, there's that whole line that I didn't catch. I, ne- I didn't remember the first time when I saw empire where as, as Luke is leaving Dagobah to mm-hmm. go to Bespin, um, and, and Obi-Wan force ghost says to Yoda, that boys are our, our last hope. And Yoda goes, no, there, there is, is another. another. Have we, you forgotten? <laughs> Weren't you there? At yeah. The birth of the- <laughs> so, so oh, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I tried to put that behind me. So, <laughs> right. but you know, that Been whole, out the desert a little too long. <laughs> he was more than half baked. He's more like, <laughs> like 90% baked. Um, but yeah, so you had that whole mysterious thing, which had the payoff in the next movie. Uh-huh. Which, well, anyway, yeah, so yeah. that's that's something that came to us. Force communication. Spoiler alert, by the way. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 40 years ago. Force communication. The first time we saw any yes. type of force communication was yeah. Luke reaching out to Leia as uh-huh. he's hanging from Bespin, which is kind of precursor to what we saw with Kylo Ren right. and Rey yeah. in uh, in the last two movies. So mm-hmm. um, it's We just- also first hear Han called Han. <laughs> That's from Landa. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And Billy D. Williams. Who can forget? Yeah. Nah, he was great. Yeah, he was. I, I liked him in uh, Rise of Skywalker. I yeah. Thought, I thought that was a good, I thought he did a good job in that too. Um, but yeah, so you had more extreme um, um, atmospheric locations. You had Hoth, the ice planet, yeah. snow planet, Dagobah, and mm. uh, Bespin. And I always loved Bespin. Yeah. You know, the matte paintings to put, Bestman, Cloud City. Uh-huh. It's just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. So, but. think about. I noticed a lot of snakes that I didn't notice before. I was yeah. like, "This is creeping me out." There's uh-huh. too many snakes. That's why they didn't send Han That's Solo right. That's to right. That's right. go. Snakes. Why does <laughs> it always snakes. have to be snakes? Always. I still get the cozy feeling when I'm in Yoda's when they're yeah. showing Yoda. It's yeah. like the rain's outside. I'd like to be in there. It's kind of nice. <laughs> Poor R2. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, poor R2. He yeah. and Yoda R2 did not did like not, each other. That's exactly what I was about to say. They did not yeah. like each other. Bang, bang, bang. Let him have it. <laughs> That's a really good Yoda impersonation. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. So I noticed the droids. I mean, we we can't think about Star Wars without C-3PO and R2, but they were such a significant part of the dialogue and the plot. I mean, if, you, yeah. if there were no droids, it would be... 
a terrible movie. I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> if there's no John Williams, it would be a terrible movie. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right. there's so many significant points and I don't know. I, I looked it up and I found out I was wrong, but when C-3PO <gasps> is in parts, yes, I know yeah. he's in parts, but his head's back on and Chewie is carrying him around on his back and they do something and Chewie, I mean, C-3PO says um, something about you overgrown and he says mop head but he says it so fast that it sounds like an overgrown Muppet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, is that a little Jim Henson? Oh, <laughs> but yeah. it was Mophead, apparently. That's right. He was afraid he's about to be replaced. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in that scene where Chewbacca finally gets C3, finally finds C3PO and, and brings him back, there's those those creatures are the same ones that are in Mandalorian. Though. Yeah. Uh, Ugnaughts. Oh, yeah. Ugnaughts. Yeah. yeah. Ugnaughts. Yeah. Yeah, okay. not to be confused with micronauts. That's right, micronauts. So I, I just wanted Chewie when he had when he had C three PO's head. <laughs> I wanted a little Hamlet going yeah. on there, you know. But <laughs> I can't do C three PO. I guess too much no. of a cough. Yeah, and yeah. I watched it with Should've my wife and daughter, so that brought a different perspective. Yeah. Uh, so when Yoda is just before he's revealed himself, he's talking to to Skywalker and he's going into that box kind of digging around and throwing stuff yeah. out and you see his feet and Melissa says, Oh, how cute. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those feet. <laughs> wow. That's funny. So it was, you know, different way of watching it. And who directed this one? Erwin Kirshner. Kirshner. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, who did, uh, who directed man call horse, yeah. a man call horse. Uh-huh. And, um, is this the only movie of the ridge of the, the six, I guess, we know obviously the last three weren't, but is this the only one that George Lucas did not direct? Lucas didn't direct the Jedi either. either. Okay, yeah. yeah, he got kind of sick of directing. Yeah, and uh, kind of wish he'd stayed sick. But of Kirshner directing. did. Did Kirshner? He didn't come. No, back, I did forgot he? who directed yeah, uh, Jedi. And so, is this the best Star Wars movie? Absolutely, you by so? far, ever. Yeah, it, in its own way, maybe. Yeah, but you know, and I've said this before on our our podcast, but the. New Hope is always going to be my favorite. Right, yeah. Uh, and the problem I have with Empire is, as great a movie as it is, and I have a better appreciation for it every time I see it, I do think it's a, certainly a, a better directed movie. But um, it, it can't exist without, you know, the one before it. And with the cliffhanger ending, you know, it's tied to the one behind it, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, that kind of is hard for me to make it the best of all. But it's really good. And we'll be auditioning for a third guy of a certain age soon. Are no. you leaving? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was awesome. That was great. I, I, I loved Empire because to me it felt a, a little bit more refined. Um, Empire is the first movie. Uh, I think you're I think it absolutely is. Um but you know, New Hope had such such an energy to it. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a nostalgia and there's this absolutely. idea that, you know, the the way I it blew me away to see that on the screen, the New Hope. Uh is always going to make it my favorite. You, you need to read the making of Star Wars books, the big table top. Yeah, I've got those. Yeah, yeah. uh huh. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's very it's very cool to see those in that that context. I, I read the I read that Empire front to back. But I will say this: I mean, uh, you know, Star Wars being the blockbuster that it was in '77, uh, you know, you you think the trilogy at least was guaranteed. But had Empire not been as good as it was and had not done as well as it was, you know that trilogy that that idea is not necessarily you know uh you know yeah. take, shouldn't be taken for granted i mean look at jaws which huge picture biggest blockbuster of its time you know mm. paved the way for other blockbusters including star wars and then they come back with two and of course the you know the principals spielberg all those others have left and jaws 2 is okay 
but it's not nearly the movie that Jaws was. Whereas Empire, I think, and it's a testament to how good it is that people think it's actually a better movie, or at least go, it's as good a movie. So is it the greatest sequel of all time? <clears throat> I don't know. I still think that may be Godfather 2. Which I haven't seen yeah. fully yet. Yeah. And I, I it's keep, right there, though. I, I mean, keep hearing Godfather right 2 is, is it's, the best. It's absolutely right there with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you know, for me, Empire, I was 10 years old when I saw Empire. And um, it's the m- first movie that I remember anticipating to go see. Yeah. And because uh, I used to watch the Bozo Show. You guys were too old to watch the Bozo no, Show. I watched the Bozo Show, Larry Hallman. But at that time, and they had... I was one, probably still watching the <laughs> Like in March, they had, they had a scene from Empire Strikes Back. And it, uh-huh. look, we're talking 1980. This spoilers didn't happen. Oh, yeah. You know, you didn't have previews yeah. like that. And they showed the initial scenes of the uh of the adats as they're starting to come in the 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 rebels are in the trench they bring up the the super binoculars in there they're guarding the satellite dish or whatever and they see you see the ad and you have you're like what in the world is this yeah and i mean it was 30 40 seconds and yeah just wow unbelievable and uh i if i remember correctly i saw empire strikes back at a two o'clock matinee the day it premiered. Wow. And that was probably the first movie ever saw the day it premiered. Wow. And uh, so that kind of kind of seared yeah. in, you know. And I knew, I had an idea what was going on with Seven when I saw Star Wars. There was a lot I didn't quite understand. Like, I had no idea how Darth Vader was born with all that armor on. Yeah. You know, so. I guess that's another first from, yeah. from this movie, too, is you see the head. Yeah. You, before that, you didn't see anything but the... You see the Emperor, you see the back of the head, you see the Super Star Destroyer. And also, Darth Vader has become much more of a henchman. In the first one, he was really a henchman for uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. And uh, in this one, he is, you know, a, a powerful figure in his own right, which is what he, you know, the, the rest of the story, the movies that followed and the prequels, you know, um, he kind of told that story. but. Yeah, you really you should probably watch Rogue One before A New Hope, and then you would get the beginning of the boarding onto the Rebel Destroyer, yeah. mm-hmm. where he just destroys everybody, and then he comes through that door and he chokes the guy. Then you've got the the sniveling little Imperial officer who's kind of dressing him down. Yeah, you know, and it's like we never see that guy again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder I, why. I, was, I do love. I love all the guys that end up screwing up. And then it's like, I'll just apologize to him. <laughs> Apology accepted. It'll be fine. General Anita, yeah. you know. So, But anyway. All right. Well, that does our show for the week or this week or last week or some week. We want to thank everybody for joining us. Stay safe and we'll see you next time. <laughs>